Have you ever wondered how successful architecture, engineering, and construction companies scale their business? Or have you ever wanted guidance on how to get more growth, wealth, and freedom from your AEC company? Well, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Will Forat. And I'm Justin Nagel, and we're your podcast hosts. We interview successful AEC business leaders to learn how they use people, process, and technology to scale their businesses. So sit back and get ready to learn from the industry's best. This is Building Scale. Hey, 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 everybody. How are we doing today? It's your buddy, Justin Nagel, along with Will Fred here. And uh, we are really excited today. We want to talk a little bit about the spot migration component and journey of this podcast and what Building Scale has kind of brought to light for us. Um, so one of the things that has changed for us in, in the past three years is certainly becoming an EOS company. Uh, and for those who don't know, entrepreneurs operating system, look it up. It's amazing. Great. I know that we had Gary Cosmer on the show before he had a bunch of EOS books just on his desk. It was really cool. So there's all kinds of different places where we see EOS and that's really been a big differentiator and change into just who spot migration is. So, uh, Will, let's dive in. Why do we do the thing we do? What? <laughs> Why do why do we do that? Well, I mean, we're helping companies out, right? We wouldn't be in business if uh, you know there weren't any issues, first and foremost. But secondly, back about I think it was three years ago, uh, maybe even a little bit longer than that, we started on our journey into EOS and really kind of maturing our company. And when we started looking at our clients. Uh, we saw that we kind of there were certain things about who we were and you know the construction industry and really AAC in general that we jived with right so and those really became our core values so being candid right uh, everyone knows what the, what that means but it's really being respectfully open and transparent and being professional in that sense and so. You know, if a client comes up to us and says, hey, we need these things done and we've never done it before, we'll tell them, but we'll be like, hey, but because I know that you trust us, are you willing to do this experiment with us? And they trust us enough that we'll take care of them, right? By letting them know, hey, there's that level of transparency. Then there's continuous improvement. And this is when we looked at kind of our entire company as well as our client base and you know, the construction industry, there's always improvement that has to happen, you know? And if you look at just in construction technologies uh, and then look at us uh, inwardly, we're always looking at ways, we're never satisfied with however we, you know, implement something, there's always ways to improve on it. So we're looking at each other, we're looking and we're finding ways to improve our processes. So that way, the next time around, it's better, right? So it's a little bit of my Boy Scout background that's coming into this. You leave the same or better, leave the place the same or better than uh, when you came to it. And then our third core value is do the right thing. So what we realized is that the client experience really needs to be there, but it's not just the client experience. It's also with our own people um, doing the right thing. You know, if we see someone that is having a hell of a day, right? It's telling them, hey, do you want to go home? You know, you look like you need to go home. Like you're not really being helpful here. It's telling our clients if they don't want to, you know, let's say they're pushing back on us and they don't want to spend money on something going, Hey, if you don't do this, like this could really be problematic. Like 
I care for you, right? There's a care factor in doing the right thing. It's also part of doing the right thing is also not taking on certain clients because, you know, we can't drive with them. They don't feel like we're going to be able to do the right thing for them, right? So if we're getting shut down, why make the situation more miserable? And then hungry for challenges. This is sort of stepping outside of our box and uh, learning management skills that while might not be part of our job description, an employee that wants to be able to go into management or wants to expand what they're doing, they're going to go find those challenges. They're going to go take care of it. And really what happens is that we all grow faster because of it. And then they share those experiences uh, within, within the company. And what happens is that the growth rate of the entire company, just as a knowledge base, even just our clients, it, we're able to grow because we're hungry for those challenges. And it makes uh, kind of really circles back into then the experience for what the client sees is that we're trying to push, you know, while it's impossible, we're always trying to push for, for better and better and bleeding edge and do things that maybe will make things better for the, ultimately for the client. So as, two points uh, to that, Will, two points to that one if you're not in a U.S. company or you've not built out a set of core values that you live and breathe every day, it's not just a web page, right? It's not oh, no. like we no. say candid, we mean candid. Like we we, we are not saying like, oh, we're going to be upfront with you on, on a web page and it's, you know, I'll direct you to there. No, like these are the things that we really believe in, not only how we, you know, speak to our clients or uh, treat our vendors, but it's how we internally interact and we understand these things. So it's really built on that. Like, no, no, these are our true values. This is who we are as human beings. And like, we act that way. It's not like, just a poster. 100%. And I'm not, not on top of that, you know, in the industry, swearing is a thing, right? So if I can't say bullshit in front of you, and if you don't feel comfortable saying bullshit in front of me, we're probably not right for each other, right? This you should feel right to call bullshit on us. Like uh, you should. Like, that, I feel like that's bullshit, Will. I feel like that that that's just the way it works. Yeah, and like we're passionate about what we do, which is why we swear. Uh, and I think the construction industry is very similar in that way. That and it's the reason why they swear as well because they're passionate about what they're doing. And I think that's why why we jive. That's one of the reasons why we jive so well. Definitely. Also, it just popped in my head, hungry for challenges. We're not trained uh, interviewers and podcasters. This is not, <laughs> this is not what we've done historically, but we can see the value that can be added when you get, you know, other people that have done a thing and how they've scaled their business and how they've grown and how we can add value back to the community and doing this just made sense. It just like, it's not our daytime job. It's not our everyday job, but it just made sense. And we were like, all right, we're up for the challenge. Let's, let's, let's go after it. So but it just it, popped in my head as you were talking. Well, yeah. Like if you had asked me a year ago, whether or not we'd be doing anything to do with media or podcasting, I would have said, no, you're crazy. Here we are. Uh, Ta-da! And I can say, I'm really happy that we made, made the decision. Been a lot of learning around it. So super cool. And this really just further enforces, you know, hungry for challenges. Absolutely. So, Will, let's go into like our philosophy. What is Spot's philosophy on creating peace of mind for the AEC industry? So, our philosophy is really built around a framework, and it's a framework for, you know, helping businesses make IT decisions, right? And 
you know, when people think of IT, it can be super technical, but the reality is at a very high level, it comes down to the three things uh, that every business has to make decisions about, right? So what we do is we help our clients and we look at IT investments, you know, IT is an investment rather than, oh, it's, it's another thing that we have to shell out money for, right? That's not, we teach companies how to look at it that way and make sure that we're in alignment on that because if they think that it's just a cost center, it's never going to work out. Where And then the other second part to our framework is like quantifying productivity and having KPIs. So IT is a productivity enhancer. And the only way to, Peter Drucker once said, you can't approve what you don't measure. So there has to be some sort of measured effect. And IT is a multiplier of that productivity enhancement. And you can really see that when it comes down to KPIs, key performance indicators. The third part of our sort of framework for our framework is then doing the math around what it is that let's say you're, uh, you want to invest in. So, and it's really three things, time, money, and risk, right? It's pretty much every single business decision out there is going to come down to those three key components. It's just being, most people cannot identify those components and so what we do really well when it comes to strategy. It's why our strategies work so well. I mean, we've had clients that have come to us that are just, I mean, my favorite word is shit show here. And I mean, they are shit shows. And, but we help them get to a point where they are able to sleep at night. They are able to not have issues during the day and not be bothered with the day-to-day of IT. They're They're able to actually concentrate on what their business is rather than worrying from a day-to-day perspective, how much money they're losing because their people are not able to do things because IT isn't working for them. And then the fourth part is just deciding on sort of the yield of return uh, rather than um, the purchasing price of whatever it is that is a discussion point. So I'll give you you a, a simple example. Would you rather pay for, you know, a $1,500 laptop or a $1,000 laptop, right? Well, how do you know one's going to be better than the other? Well, the only way we kind of look at it as it should work for X amount of time without losing its ability or without losing the ability to perform on it. And a lot of companies will go, okay, what's the cheapest thing that I can do while still doing my job at that time? The problem is that they didn't even think about, well, how long is that asset supposed to be in place for? And if I spend a little bit more money, I actually get a lot more value for just a little bit more money spent. So yield, not just return on investment, but yield is a multiplier effect because then all the people that are surrounding you, right? If you're on a slower computer and you're doing a job slower, that means that all the people around you are waiting if you're part of some sort of process. So it becomes a multiplier effect. That's an easy example around kind of philosophy and framework around IT decision-making. Yeah. Architects and engineers see the, they, they see the difference because they use, you know, beefy programs, right. As everybody knows. So if you're going to have some massive beefy program, you need a beefier computer. You know, I could talk about a cloud setup, but in general, we're talking about computers, a beefier computer that happens at all levels. There's all levels of value that occur. It's just, you know, maybe it's not like, oh, if a thousand dollar computer compared to a seven thousand dollar computer, right? Like, you know, I need something really beefy in comparison to the thousand to twelve hundred, thousand to fifteen hundred. 
That can be a massive difference though. People don't necessarily think, oh, well, this one will do the same job. That's not necessarily true. And it's certainly not going to do the same job as long as the other one. Well, and that's just data-driven decision-making, right? Uh, there's a lot of places that uh, data-driven decision-making can happen, but people don't understand it. And even it really takes sort of management level skills to be able to know how to deal with those things. That's strategy. I mean, you can, anyone can go buy a computer. It's buying the right ones for your company or that level of staff or for that department is where it turns into a bit of a science. Couldn't agree more. So talked a little bit about philosophy. What's Spot's goal, Will? What, what is our goal? What, what is the thing that we are striving for every day? So it's real simple. We want to be the number one trusted technology management company for architecture, engineering, and construction industry. That's it. And we want to do that. We want to be overall, but in 10 years, we want to be you know, IT and technology for, uh, for that industry. We want it to be synonymous. Hey, you need an IT provider and you're in that industry, go to spot migration. Simple as that. Yeah. And those of you that know EOS, that is our 10-year target. It's what's on our VTO. So a uh, little insider uh, sneaky language there for the EOSers uh, in the world. For sure. Well, thank you for joining us. Just a little bit of knowledge on uh, the back end here, a spot. And I hope you have a fabulous day. I look forward to uh, seeing you on the next episode. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you for joining us today and listening to this episode. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else who needs to hear it. If you want to be a guest on the podcast or looking for additional help on your journey to find more wealth, scale, and freedom in your AEC company, visit our AEC resources page at spotmigration.com backslash AEC hyphen resources. resources.